welcome to Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers in Springfield, Jacksonville, and Taylorville. Call now, 629-7970 for answers to your questions about computers, hardware, software, and the latest electronic gadgets, go, go gadget mobile. gizmos, and games. Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. It's 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk, with Bowl in the studio. Phone lines are open, 217-629-7970. I guess you didn't get the winning lotto ticket last night? <laughs> nope, sure didn't, unfortunately. So I am here, still working, which I, I've actually thought about that. If I had ever won any like exorbitant amount of money, I would still at least maintain a part-time job, and that's just more to keep myself busy more than anything, because I just I like contributing. I like solving problems, so I would... I would definitely work at BLH and I would only handle like the the harder problems people bring in or like uh, some of the more I don't want to say annoying because it's not necessarily annoying but some people want very particular things oh, set up yeah. like four or five different web browsers that each open into their own email address uh, email provider so that was one that it just took a little bit of time to get all of his information and do all of his two-factor authentication <laughs> stuff there so uh yeah, yeah i would definitely do that if i ended up winning just i i, I think I'd, I'd be like you i'd, I'd have to work that yeah. that part-time job at least because i think i'd get too bored yep. you know <laughs> so it's just me today at the shop and here in uh the radio uh oh. it's a beautiful day out so if anybody's out doing any recycling stuff feel free to bring it to blh um it's just me because leo and brian and eric is one of of our uh, higher up warehouse people, uh, they are actually doing an audit of our ERI facility, not ours, sorry, the ERI facility in Indiana. Oh. It's in Plainfield, Indiana. It mm. is one of our downstreams. They have to do a yearly audit, so they are going there. They went there yesterday, and I'm pretty sure they're there today as well. Um, walking through the building, making um, sure all of your stuff is up to par, and that we have to make sure... All the security procedures? Yeah. Okay. Yep, we have to make sure that our downstreams, their downstreams are also legit as well so we can't we have to track pretty much everything where it all goes guaranteed um step one is obviously people's data so that really stops at blh no data leaves the building it gets destroyed here uh but this uh this building that they're uh visiting in indiana it is kind of famous it's very specific for it has a shredder the size of a football field what? So it has a legitimate, giant, ridiculously big shredder that a lot of just general Whoa. plastics and uh, electronics go into that are mostly made of plastics and very few precious metals. Oh. So we don't really send any computers to this place. It's mostly like printers and like uh, radios. Um, we were sending our TVs there for a little while, but uh, they stopped accepting TVs because oh. I, I don't remember exactly what it was that changed, but... Um, they didn't want to deal oh. with whatever it was anymore as far as the CRT glass went. So they stopped accepting TVs, and now we send our TVs to another place. And it's not like we can just find another place to send TVs to. We have to make sure that they're following all of their rules and that where they're disposing of whatever, whether they're cleaning the glass or they're just disposing of it somewhere else. So well, we, a lot, There's a lot of, a lot of steps, a mm-hmm. lot of processes in doing all of this yep. uh, and making sure that, like you said, like your data is secure. That's why you don't want to leave a computer outside during off hours yes. like you've had in the past. If and then just carries it away, we're not responsible for right. that. Even though it was on our property, it's not being recycled during business hours. And not to mention it's legal, too, yeah. <laughs> on top of it. Yeah, if your computer yeah. just auto-logs in and you've got it set to, like, your bank account or, like, your Facebook or your Gmail, uh, Gmail is very 
one in particular that uh, that typically leads to almost everything, your email oh, yeah, address. Yeah. Um, so if, yeah, somebody just find- picks up your computer and takes it home and hooks it up and they have automatic access to all of this stuff, they can cause a lot of personal damage to you. So uh, make sure you recycle things during the appropriate times when we are open and we have people who can help get yeah. it in our building. Um, and you're E-Stewart certified, yep. so that way uh, everything is properly getting erased yep. off that hard drive. And that's part of what they are doing today. Uh, our certifications mean absolutely everything to us. They right. are the uh, community's confidence in us as far as making sure that all of their stuff is being taken care of and everything's being handled in an environment, environmentally friendly way. So... Uh, they have to do an audit of these places at least once a year, and that's where Brian and Leah are. They're walking around the place checking it out. Um, I think they are looking today. Uh, I know the audits for our building, when oh. people come in and they audit us for stuff, that usually takes about a week. Oh, does it? Yeah, wow. We, we set an entire week aside, and they usually spend an entire day in each of our various areas. Um, really, the data security is one of the biggest reasons they do that. So they spend the whole day in the lab making sure we're handling people's data appropriately, right. uh, repairing things like appropriately as well. Um, like and, you should. Not any of these data breaches that yep. you hear from the, the top carriers, it seems like, every every day. And, yep. and yeah. it's, stu- it's stuff you got to think about. I mean, it's really, really is something you got to think about. Sure is. Um, if you're not designed to handle like a uh, some kind of attempted hack where somebody's actually trying right. to infiltrate your network, uh, it's easy, not easy to get that kind of stuff. But um, we spend a lot of money on security, so we try and make sure at least our own security is good. But yeah, all the... If you recycle anything through us, any hard drives, anything that would contain data like that, it does come into the rebuild where I am at, and it is stored in a cage that is actually locked with a combination, and it's only me and Brian and Leo uh, who have access to that cage. Um, And then once... They, the drives stay in there, and once we're ready to wipe them, we send them through a three-wipe process, and we serialize and verify that the data has been erased as well. So that's one of the things that when they audit us when they come through the building, they spend an entire day in rebuild just checking out physical stuff, making sure that uh, everything's taken care of. It looks I think like we, we have a call. I think we have a caller on here. Let's see. Hello, 92.7 WMAY. Yeah, yes, good morning. I've got a question for... Uh, the computer guy. Sure, I'm here. Um, oh, you are. Okay. Um, I, I didn't realize it was you answering the phone. I'm sorry. Uh, so, so a couple questions. Um, I'm thinking about trading up. Uh, I've got a, th- my wife and I have thir- uh, 13-inch laptops, I believe, that are like six years old. So we're thinking about trading up and getting some newer machines. Sounds great. Um, like to come down and see you about that. Uh, can you still get Windows 10 machines? Yeah, and that's actually almost exclusively what we have at the moment. We only have a handful of things that will run Windows 11, and those will actually be pushed out with uh, pretty much with the Black Friday sales when we'll kind of shake things up and readjust things. So Okay, uh, sounds great. And then if I bring my old uh, machines down to you, should I run a wipe utility on them before I uh, bring them into you guys, or will you guys you know, wipe the data off of them and stuff? You are more than welcome to do whatever you feel the most comfortable with. So if you want to handle okay. it yourself, that is perfectly acceptable. We are E-Steward certified, so we guarantee data is destroyed. Uh, if any component would be reused, it would be wiped three separate times and okay. verified that there's no data on it. Excellent. Well, thank you very much. Uh, Might see you later today. Cool. We'll see you then. Thank you. Okay. Bye. 
thank you, caller. Thank you for calling in. That's yep. great. And that's actually the, the second day that they spend in rebuild is making sure that our data security <laughs> is up to par and making sure that everything is handled correctly and that we are verified by a, a different department in uh, oh. BLH. So yeah. we'll have somebody from the lab just come back randomly and grab one of the drives and take it up front and attempt to recover data on it. And if they're successful, we got to find out where the issue was. They haven't been successful in years at this point. Well, because, that, that's yeah. good. That's what you yeah. want. That's exactly what it you want. It was actually um, towards the end of last year when we started moving towards uh more M2 and NVMe drives as opposed to the SATA hard drives. Yeah. They just seem, the data, uh, the the software on them is a little bit different, so our wiping process wasn't good enough to fully wipe the M2 and the NVMe's. Oh. And we're testing this long before we put these in devices and start selling them out front because wow. we want to verify, we want to ensure that all of this stuff is handled correctly. We, I mean, like I said, our certifications mean absolutely everything to us. They yeah. are the confidence that you can have in us recycling your components or having repair work done with us or yeah. purchasing something from us. Yes, and it's always great to buy a, buy a new or a laptop from you guys or yep. a desktop. You get that BLH guarantee yep. on top of it, which you can't go wrong. I mean, the other guys, they they can't touch that. Yep. I mean, and it's local. I mean, you mean local, you're supporting local, and that's what it's, a, that's what it's about. Yeah, it's really like I said, last week we had a guy come in with a 10-year-old laptop that he bought from us 10 years ago, so it wow. was already recycled <laughs> at that point, tested, and given back to him. He had a screen and a keyboard issue, and then he was complaining about it being slow. Uh, it was a Core 2 Duo on Windows 10. <laughs> wow. Which we told him, like, the last two or three times he brought it in, we don't recommend this. And he's like, oh, it works fine. If you can put Windows 10 on it, I'll take it. And we were able to put Windows 10 on it. So That's sure. amazing in it itself. It sure that, is. That it's a dual core like that. It's <laughs> running Windows 10. Um, it's and definitely it's slow. It's certainly not quick by any means. We had parts in stock, so we were able to replace the screen on it, but we did not have any more keyboards. So oh. we were like, hey, unfortunately, you do have to use a USB keyboard. Otherwise, you're, I think it was the A button just doesn't work. Oh. We, we've ran out of keyboards at this point. You bought it 10 years from us, and yeah. I can't tell you how many times we've repaired it, but he was fine with it, and we told him about the Black Friday sale coming up, and he was like, I'll probably be in. That, that's good. That'll be here before you know it, oh, too. Man, yeah, we're, we're hard working at it. So. 92.7 WMAY. Springfield's News and Talk. Welcome back to Springfield's News and Talk. It's Let's Talk Computers with BLH. And I think we have a caller on the phone. Hey, caller, are you there? Yes. All right. You had some questions? I have a couple of questions. Um, one is I'm thinking about getting a new laptop. And is there what's the difference or how does it compare between an Asus and a Dell? Um, they are... Uh, they're just mostly name brands. Asus is more of, they do a lot of gaming stuff or they do a lot of more residential stuff. So kind of the sleeker, thinner ones. Dell does a wide range of all of them, business grade machines and the personal residential machines. Uh, okay. From a repair standpoint, I like Dell's because Dell's use a lot of the same parts. Okay. Um, well, then the other thing would be, would you buy a Dell or an Asus? I mean, personally, I would buy an Asus. That's actually what the motherboard is and my computer at home. But that's uh, if you're not necessarily doing gaming or like high level photoing, editing, or uh, if you're not trying to build the computer yourself, it's probably better to just go with a Dell. 
Okay. And then um, what's the difference as far as using it between Windows 10 and 11? Really, it's more cosmetic than anything. Um, it just makes it look nicer. It tries to make it a little bit sleeker. It really tries to look like a Mac, which is uh, kind of funny. But um, as far as usability-wise goes, there's really not a whole lot of difference. I know we do have a story here about a Windows 10 update breaking USB printers. Uh, I did not see if that was an issue on Windows 11 or not, but with Windows 11 being the latest OS that just rolled out recently, uh, we're we're always on the lookout for little issues that it could have. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you, caller. Thank you. If anybody has any questions or if you want to change the topic of what we're (laughs) discussing, feel free to always call in and either prompt us or ask questions like that. Yeah. And that what you were saying about that Windows 10 update, the USB breaking, they just had one. I, I think it was a few months back that broke it broke it too with the printers and it gave them admin access we had talked yep. to, mm-hmm. we had talked about and now and now this one here with the USB yeah. breaking and it. I wonder if that actually has anything to do with the chip shortage the chip oh. shortage was forcing printer companies specifically and a lot of other various companies to make things in just a slightly different way and I know a lot of the high name printers stopped doing mm. the chips that authenticate the printer ink in them. It's just a chip on the ink and on the printer that says, yep, this is an official Canon or brother printer cartridge, so we can use it. Or not, if you're not. Yeah. Speaking of software limiting things. Yes, uh, yes. We got to talk about this. A little bit of a horror story for you. Imagine you buy a vehicle. Mm -hmm. In this instance, it was a Tesla Model S, I believe is what it was. Imagine you buy a vehicle, you pay the asking price, you drive it for however long you've had it for, which isn't very long at all. I think it said six months, actually. Yeah, uh, it did. Yeah. Tesla needs to update something or there's something in your car that isn't quite working right, so you take it into a authorized dealer, and they call you. I don't remember if they called or they text, actually. I think it was, um, te- I think it was text in the Yeah, in the they article. prompted this person that when they were repairing the issue you brought it in for, they found a glitch in the software, and they pushed out an update that fixed it. And in this particular instance, the update that, the glitch in the system that they found was when (laughs) two previous owners ago, the very first person who bought this vehicle took it in for a repair and part of the repair was replacing the battery. And all of these batteries are exactly the same, but they are software locked depending on whether they're 90 kilowatt, 60 kilowatt, or 40 kilowatt. This person paid for a 60 kilowatt battery or that's what came with the car, so that's what was replaced. Right. But they forgot to software lock it, so it was a 90 kilowatt battery. Oh, wow. So this person had an extended upgrade for free, and it is pure software that is stopping this from happening. So then they sell it to somebody, and then that person sells it to somebody else, and you purchase the vehicle, and you've run the car. You know you can go two or three hours or however long it is right. on a full charge, and then you take it in, and you find out that you have lost one-third of your battery. Because... They want the ransomware. Because they fixed the glitch. glitch. To lock the battery down, and now they want what forty five hundred yep. bucks so to you unlock can, it yep, back. You can extend the battery. Uh, this person was not supposed to come with a ninety watt battery. It was only supposed to come with a sixty watt battery. Our bad. We accidentally forgot to lock it. We locked it now, and you can extend it if you want for forty five hundred dollars. That's this is crazy to think that they can do that with software yep. to lock stuff like that, and yep. then you wonder why you get more hackers involved yep. because they're going to try to figure out a way to to. Unlock, bad unlock it again. And that's a 
Uh, sorry, that's a question that was brought yeah. up as well. Uh, imagine you buy this car and the previous owner used a hack to get it from a 60-watt battery oh. to a 90-watt battery. Yeah. And when you... Ho- when you connect it and look at the diagnostic, it shows a 90 kilowatt battery in there. So you're assuming it's the largest right. battery that they you can buy it with. Right. And uh, yeah, you update it and you do you push an update out to your computer and it kills wow. a third of your battery. Wow. I just, that's just crazy. It's, yep. it's just crazy that software can do this. I mean, we talked about a couple of weeks ago, BMW, they're wanting to lock down your uh, heated seats, yep. I think it was, for, and they want to charge you a subscription fee now. And Audi is the one who uh, made a subscription for the sync feature on the, the air conditioning and oh, heating yeah. in the car. You can set, you know, left and right passenger driver to whatever you want, but if you push the button to make them both the same, you have to pay extra for that. Wow. And I mean, that's, I'm sorry, that's absolutely ridiculous. I know we've always, as like a car buying consumers, we've always paid a difference for uh, features in a car. But a lot of the times those are physically included or not physically included. Right. You're driving around with a 90 kilowatt battery, Battery. even though it only charges 60 kilowatts. So you're physically carrying something. I'm not sure exactly what the weight of these are, but I know a good chunk of these cars is the battery, and they might be relatively light, but uh, weight does affect distance and speed. So Absolutely. It absolutely does. I mean, the lighter the car should be, the faster it goes, theoretically, I think. Imagine going to a car dealership, and you want to buy this car. You've looked at all the specs of it. You think this car is great. They're offering, they're asking six grand, and you want to barter for four grand, and I'm sure this is a completely ridiculous, you know, six grand for an electric car. No way. Um, But imagine they want six grand. You barter with them for four grand. You end up paying like 47 or something like that. And they're like, okay, that's fine. You paid less money. But since you paid less money, we're going to reduce the battery a little bit as well. Yeah. And I'm sure it would be something you would have to agree upon before, you know, signing paperwork. But it feels like we're moving into an area where it is no longer bartering. It's, it's, it's kind of like what a, features you want it, to pay it, for. It's kind of like a uh, bait and switch. Almost. In this. Yeah, yeah, almost like a bait and switch in this. I'm yeah. sure there's, you know, of course, there's legality to it, so they would have to verify with you and you would actually have to sign for it. But it does feel like it's something like that where you can purchase this vehicle and if you don't pay as much for it as they're asking for it, if you <sighs> knock the price down, well, we'll turn off the heated seats. How about that? Yeah. Is that is that a good exchange? No? no okay, well, no. Then the heated seats cost this much, and uh, if you ever want to sync the temperature together, that costs this much, and uh, each individual electric window costs this much, so you can pay for the driver and the passenger, not the backseat, just let your kids, you know, oh, get man. the air from <laughs> front seat. Well, now, on another note, if you're a gamer, your Xbox might have just yep. got a little bit faster with an update. Oh, I guess it's wow. time for a commercial. Yeah, okay. Welcome to Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers in Springfield, Jacksonville, and Taylorville. Call now, 629-7970 for answers to your questions about computers, hardware, software, and the latest electronic gadgets, gizmos, and games. Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. It's Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers. Phone lines, they're still open, 217-629-7970. We've had some great questions already of callers calling in about Windows and and uh, 
lots of decent things to talk about as yes. far as like our procedures go and just Absolutely. keeping yourself secure and various internet connections causing issues. So software upgrades to cars oh, yeah. causing problems. And one of the ones you shared with me is Xbox is uh, the Xbox One and the S, the Series S, X, the Xbox S- Series S. S. Sorry, there's yeah. like five or six that are very, very similar, similar. in name and it's kind of, it's very confusing. Um, but they pushed out an update that made the boot time go from 10 seconds to five seconds. Yeah. So it's only, it's a minor, yeah, it's a big difference. You're right, actually. Um, well, well, when you're sitting there waiting on something and you, you cut it down five or more seconds, it seems like eternity. Yeah. I mean, it really, it really there, does. There was a video in the, the article you sent me that yeah. showed the difference and it, it seems mind boggling that it would even take this long for it to start up. And I, I love that. 10 seconds for a device to boot up so you can start playing it does feel like forever whereas like I came from the original PS1 games where some of those discs you would be waiting 5-10 minutes for them to read it and then finally it would read it and we're talking like Scratch when it got like older and stuff but well it's like going from the mechanical drives to the solid state drives we were redoing several computers this week and we switched them from the the mechanical to the solid state and it we did three computers with the solid state drives in almost the time it took to do one computer with the mechanical yep. drive there's that's just, the the difference there's in a that. massive difference in the physical hardware that is saving something it is uh, changing little notches on three uh essentially records that are spinning right. around at several thousand revolutions and the other one is just a bunch of chips on a board that electricity passes boom, boom, through boom. yep and there it goes yep and then speaking of the xbox so not only the boot time on the software of uh, Verizon they're they're doing a thing to make it you can buy the Xbox like you buy your phone in the installment plans plus they released the uh, what was it the gaming pass I believe that you can get now yep. save a little bit of money so it's twenty four ninety nine for twenty four months I believe is what it ends up being so like six hundred bucks basically for one of the uh, I think it's the newest generation Xbox I haven't been a console gamer for a long time so I'm really sorry if I said the wrong thing but one of the relatively newer Xboxes uh, that is yeah twenty four ninety nine it you sign up for a service and it does also include uh, online gamer pass for Xbox um, which. I don't know. I've always been a single player gamer and we're seeing a lot more stuff require an online connection in order for even single player games to play. And it feels bad when like some of those single player games shut down. Oh yeah. And there's uh, so there's one, there's a VR game that six months ago you could pay $60 for this fully fledged game and they are shutting their servers down. So unfortunately you won't be able to, since it's on the, the quest, everything's yeah. connected to the internet it's all online you have to connect to their servers in order to play and they put out a guarantee that this game will be going to other headsets so if they were to ever open up their servers again if people were to want to play this then you would be able still to. be able to play the game that you purchased that's, um, that's the bad thing about that when they shut that stuff down it's like you get excited and you're playing it and you're playing it and you get into yeah. it and then next thing you know nope Nope, we're shutting them down, you know. At least iTunes, as far as movies and music, has always gone. That's where I've always purchased that yeah. from. And it's yeah. because I can download an offline copy and transfer it to other computers or put it on my listening devices. And actually, speaking of that, I uh, I do like to listen, and I do like to solve problems, and I do like to do research on my own time. So I did look up one of the questions from last week. 
somebody oh. called in asking if there was a way for us to take music off of an older iPod oh, or yes. iPod, uh, iPod Touch device uh, to a computer. And typically, when you connect one of those devices to your computer that has iTunes on it, the first thing it does is sync them. So if you have no music on your computer, it typically erases all the music that's on the device. Oh, okay. Um, you just start iTunes first. You go into settings, and you disable automatic sync. And there is actual ways for you to find the music on the device. You just have to oh. view it as a computer attached to your computer and go through the files yourself and be able to find them. And it's really not terribly hard at all. But that was one thing I looked up that I wanted to mention here on the show that, yeah, there is a way to pull older music oh. that you have lost off of an iPod or an iPod Touch and put cool. it onto a computer. Um, and then Definitely nice yep. if, you've paid, if you've paid for all that music and you need yep. to take it off and Put it on a new device. Does it open it like a file explorer window yep. type? Yeah, and deal? you would find them okay. as actual like MP4 files in there, oh, okay. and they've all got shortened names to them so that the iPod or whatever can uh, recognize store them. It. Yeah, recognize them. But usually in like the information area, it'll tell like you know the artist, the album, the length, blah 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 blah. So there is easy ways mm. for you to change that title name to exactly what the music is. But it does take a little bit of effort. But I yeah, I thought it was very yeah, interesting yeah. because I had never taken music off of an iPod and put it onto my computer before. I was just I guess. I I had always connected it and automatically synced and one of those things where you just understand this is the way it works. works so right. if I ever want to do something like this, I got to make sure I own the music that I'm right. going to put on my iPod. And uh, yeah, so it's, I thought it's, that was pretty cool. It's been a few years since I've had an iPod. I, I think I had the little shuffle yep. is the one that I had. or And there was like a... Is that the mini? Was that the mini one? I can't remember. I think so. The like yeah. no screen yeah. mini one that just had yeah. a couple buttons on it. Yeah. Yep, yeah. yeah, that's what I had. And I've got uh, I don't remember which one it is, but it's got the screen to it and it's got a, a click oh. wheel to it. It's not like some of the older older ones, but right. it's it's got the lightning cable connection at least to it, and it comes with a uh, headphone jack. And oh, sometimes wow. I like just plugging headphones into a headphone jack. So wow. I, I use that when I mow or vacuum or sw sweep and mop or you know clean the bathroom or anything like that. <laughs> I listen, I listen to scary music, as people call it, so uh, I like to listen to that with my headphones on as opposed to make other people enjoy listen my to scary it. music, <laughs> yeah, except for at work. I'm sorry, Jasper, the person who is working in Rebuild with me, you've got to listen to my heavy metal. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I just, hey, there's nothing wrong with I, that. <laughs> I work so much better when I'm listening to music, and uh, there are even times when I'll put a show on and listen to the show just as I'm working because... My, my work doesn't necessarily require my full attention. Right. It definitely requires attention, and when we come up with issues that we need to put time and thought into uh, fixing those issues, that's when it's time to devote my full attention to it. But, yeah, just the general testing of, like, the keyboard and the Wi-Fi card and USB ports. I mean, it's... Right. Yeah, it's... Yeah. There's a lot to it, and it's not... It's not super hard, so. And then more Verizon news. Uh, if you're a prepaid customer, now they're offering uh, Disney Plus That's for cool. six months free included in the uh, prepaid side of things. That's cool. Yeah, a, a nice little nice little perk yeah, for If a, you're somebody who likes to cut cords and you want to yeah. just do streaming services, yeah. it is nice to check on things like that. If you were to get some kind of service through Verizon, it would come with however many months of Disney Plus. So. Yeah, it was six six months yep. is what they what they offered. And I thought that was really good. Oh, we got a caller coming in. Cool. Hello, caller. You're on 92.7 WMAY. Yes, I'd like to get a home printer scanner, and do you guys have any recommendations, or if you don't, where I would look to get evaluations? 
Um, unfortunately, not really. I know we don't sell them. I use a brother is what I have, and it's always worked. It's just a high-quality photo printer uh, and can scan and do other stuff. Um, so unfortunately, I, I don't have, like, a huge uh, knowledge as far as printers go. I can do the general maintenance on them, but as far as, like, which ones to purchase and which ones to use, I've really only used the one printer I've ever oh. had. It came in to BLH, brand new inbox with the plastic still on and everything, and we can hork, which is basically if the company allows us to take things home because it would just be recycled otherwise. So I've had a brand new fully working printer the entire time I worked at BLH, and it's the only one I've ever really dealt with. So, um, okay. I, I, I use HP and I, I, I enjoy that one, but Office I, Jet is a really yeah, good, like, industrial Office. sized printer. But if you're looking for more residential stuff, yeah, HP, Brother, Canon yeah. are pretty good name brands. Okay. Uh, maybe I can uh, figure out how to get, uh, look at the Consumer Reports website. That might help. Yep. That would be a good yep. one. Okay. Thanks. All, All right. right. Thank you, caller. Thank you for yeah, calling in. Part of yeah. the article you were you sent earlier about uh, Windows 10, the recent upgrade actually broke USB printers. printing to yeah. certain printers. Uh, it shouldn't affect Wi-Fi, so if you use your printer wirelessly, you shouldn't have any issues at all. But I know a lot of people have their printers plugged into their computer nowadays, and... Uh, Unfortunately, we just kind of have to, we can either roll it back a upgrade or we just kind of have to wait until Microsoft fixes the issue. This is just one of the things that happens with software upgrades that, you know, right. there's 99 codes of bug in the wall. Take one down, pass it around. There's 128 codes of bug in the wall. It just kind of, we don't know if we fix something, if it'll end up breaking something else. And Yeah, and it's already been a month too since they, that happened. That's what's even weird. You'd think they would want to try to get that fixed a little bit quicker than... Yeah than that instead of leaving it like I don't remember that. when it was that exact update came out but uh, I, I believe June 28th if I'm not yeah. not mistaken on the on the article I was reading. We've already seen some of the white hat hackers out there who are hacking oh. into BMWs to oh. allow you to use heated seats that are available oh, in yes. your car. Instead um, paying the subscription fee of, what, 18 yeah. or $36, whatever I've, they want. <laughs> I've always had a real complaint with software being in between physical components. Yeah. And this is an example of it, especially if that software is wireless. If the car has wireless connectivity, which this does, somebody can hack into your car and just imagine them just turning your heated seats on but also removing the limit for it and just heating up and heating up and heating up until it oh. might cause you physical damage or if you're not in the car, destroying the car. Catch it, the car yeah. catches on fire because it got too yep. too hot because of the and we haven't, we haven't seen any reports like that, but we have definitely seen articles of people while they're driving having their automatic driving being turned off or oh, yeah. their radios being turned off and on. Um yeah, and it makes you wonder if somebody's actually controlling that car or if it's a legitimately, like, software yep. issue. Yeah, and if it's just a manufacturer software glitch that just happened because of an update, or, yeah, if it's somebody who remotely accessed your car and are able to change any of the features in it because they know more about cars than you do, or they know more about software right. than you do. And that's what kind of worries me, too, with the uh, the uh, wire or the driverless trucks now. Yep. Um, we talked about this a few weeks back, I believe, uh, Wayfair. They're doing the wireless or driverless trucks, excuse me, yep. and I just that make that scares me, especially getting an eighteen wheeler going down the road like that. I think that. it was Lyft that we spoke about had the oh. uh, got the uh, the city grant so that they could be the first uh, remote driven cars right. on actual roads, no highways, but they could go up to thirty miles an hour. And I mean that's still enough to cause serious damage if oh, the yeah. car doesn't stop in time. All right. And again, it's software limited to not going on the road and only going thirty miles. 
92.7 WMAY. Springfield's News and Talk. Welcome back to Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers. As we got a dancer right here in the, in the studio. Making me move a little bit too. Yeah. This music gets to you. Feels good. Getting grooving with it. <laughs> so unfortunately, this is not the music you will hear if you come to rebuild at BLH. But if we have like a tour or important people come in, like Leo or Brian or anybody coming to ask questions, I'll turn the music down. I don't or off. I don't have any issues with that. You don't you don't want to be jamming out? No. I mean Leo has definitely headbanged with me to some things before, but uh, <laughs> no, they no. I, I listen to scary music is what they call it. So, well, if you have was, a Dell computer, they're going to be discontinuing one of their services here yep. pretty soon. Yep, it uh, was the, their Sync. Uh, I think it was the Sync app, is what it was. The yeah, Sync, Sync feature, app. Mobile Connect, is what it is, which it tried to make you anything on your phone and on your Dell computer sync up to each other, so you could actually see text messages on your computer if you're working at it at the time, or if you send an email out. You can, like, respond to it from your phone. Um, and they, I think they just, uh, they've fallen too far behind from some of the other ones that were available. They were, it was mostly for uh, Androids that they were doing the most with, but it did have some uh, oh, iPhone fun. compatibility. Yeah. But the iPhone compatibility was actually very minimum, and that's, I think, why a lot of people didn't really use it. iPhones really are a majority of the phones, out, or at least they're they're one of the majorities. Right. I don't know if they're the strict majority or not, but uh, well, you yeah. would think you'd want to make it compatible with yep. the iPhone, especially because I mean, most people you talk to, they've got an iPhone, and if they yep. don't, then they've got a Samsung. Like, to me, that says money. Apple yeah. and Microsoft yeah. couldn't come to an agreement on the amount of money that you know Dell would or Microsoft would be paying Apple for being able to connect to their iPhones. And so since they didn't want to do it, they ended up they ended up shutting down this service that they offered. Uh, we've seen quite a few of those. I had a couple yeah. articles of just various services that are shutting down. Oh, I know one I wanted to mention. Uh, oh. When we were talking earlier about purchasing things and not necessarily owning them, I bought oh, yeah. a VR game recently called Phasmophobia. And Ooh. it's been out for quite a while, but uh, it's like a ghost hunting game. It's really cool. Yes. You try and, yeah, actually <laughs> find ghosts in like hidden houses. It's really cool. The very first thing I noticed, I'm, I'm a nerd. I really right. am. I like to read a lot of EULAs, so I really like to know what I'm getting into. And one of the biggest reasons is actually because there was an article a while ago about somebody's EULA had, if you send us a photocopy of this, we'll pay you $5,000 or something like that and only like three people had ever done it oh, wow. because most of the time you just you know scroll down to the bottom and click I accept and uh, that is very unfortunate because these things are incredibly long and they have oh, a yeah. lot of really uh, confusing language most of the time intentionally which right. is very annoying um, I hate those most yeah. of them are like you can't sue us for any reason and I think that's silly too but uh, yeah I decided to read this and I was a little off put that uh, at the bottom of it it says you are not purchasing the game you are purchasing a license to use the game the game has to be connected to the internet oh, wow. and if you ever if I were to ever go online to like their chat forums and like say some very negative stuff, not necessarily about, maybe about them, I don't even know. But if I were to just say things that would get me like banned, they could very easily remove the game from my account. And it's not that wow. they would owe me a refund either because I'm not purchasing the game. I'm purchasing the, the license. license to use the game. I'm just purchasing the ability to play the game from you. And 
Uh, you get a refund on part of your license then? If that, I don't believe so. Wow. Um, yeah, it's just this is something you sign up for. They, I'm sure they've had lawyers, you know, ironclad this EULA so that you can't do anything about it at all. But uh, it really bothers me to play because this is it's a single yeah. player game and a multiplayer game. So I can yeah. play the entire game single player and never interact with anyone else, or we can play the game multiplayer together. But I have to be online in order to do it. And That's the bad thing about being the, all these online games. Yep. That's why I like the old retro, the old retro video games. Yep. Like we had talked, we had a post on QLZ because I'm on there, and it was about the Virtual Boy, and yes. uh, who, who had a Virtual Boy, you know. And I'm like, I miss these types of. These types of games, you know, those yep. all the retro, retro consoles. They started trying to add the DRM, which is the remote online. Make yeah. sure that it's connected. You paid for it, which that is great in theory. You want to make sure if people are paying for games that they actually pay for them. But it's software locked as well, so yeah. there are. You can easily find a hacked version of the game as you can find a normal version of the game, and the hacked version pretends to be authenticated. So if you don't pay for it, you can just still play the game. But right. I bought a. I bought a game from a garage sale. It was like two or three years ago. I actually mentioned it here on the radio um, hmm. that it was like an old 2000, 2005, somewhere in that game, the original Bioshock. And oh. it was for a computer, and it's offline, single player. Wow. As soon as I put that disc in and it started installing it, it actually stopped at one point and said, we can't authenticate this game, so you won't be allowed to play it. You won't, the installation won't complete. It needed to contact the server to tell the server that I had officially paid for it. And even with the, the 25 digit key that came with it, the server had shut down several years ago. Oh, so yeah, yeah. couldn't install it. Yeah. And they did offer before the server shut down, here is a patch an update for it so that it removes the DRM from the game so that you can play the game without having it to reach our server since it is a single player offline video game. But that's so weird. Since it's single player offline and their servers are down and I didn't have this patch and I actually couldn't find it either. I I mean I only bought it for like three or four bucks. It's I'm not certainly at a loss and it was one of the best games I've ever played so I right. have like a collector's version of it basically. <laughs> but I cannot play these really old video games if they come with DRM and if these servers aren't maintained. Wow, yeah. yeah. Put it in the museum. There yep. you go. No, it's that's, <laughs> a, that's a personal thing. I'm not giving that to You're not giving it to BLH, uh -huh. no? No. They've got some pretty cool stuff in that museum. but uh, They do. They do. Yeah. One of the things that they've got is, I think it was the Note 7 that had the batteries that would heat up and explode, oh. literally explode. And that's another example that. of they offered a refund for it. If you brought us, we'd give you exchange in whatever amount of dollars. Uh and for the people who did not, it actually forced out an upgrade the next time you connected it to some kind of Wi-Fi that bricked the phone. Oh, geez. So it just completely and totally shut the phone off, no longer usable. You can't reset it. You can't do anything to it at all. It is, I mean, it, it, it was a, a, an actual issue. There were some that were like exploding on planes and stuff. So, I mean, these wow. phones would literally catch on fire and blow up in like a puff of gas and, you know, people would be injured by that sort of thing. So, uh, I think I remember that. I think somebody had one in their pocket yep. and their pocket started catching Just on fire. caught on fire yeah, out of it almost them. anywhere. Yep. Yep. And a lot of these phones nowadays have things on them where like if they overheat too much, they will actually not let you use the phone until you cool the phone down. Yeah, m mine's actually said that. I, I yep. One time I left it out in the car and it says the phone's too hot, shutting off. Yep. And I tried to turn it back on. It said it needs to cool down yep. before it would actually turn on. So, yep. yeah, you got to be careful with these sort of things. That's one thing we check on the laptops is if they're overheating or not and whether or not we can clean oh. them. 
Well, how do they get a hold of you? Well, you can come see me at BLH, 1832 Stevenson Drive. We will be there until 6 p.m. today. Otherwise, our two other locations are also open until 6, uh, 123 West Main Cross and 832 